Hey y'all, it's your girl Michelle Anae and you're tuned into Christ Over Culture, the podcast for Christian millennials. I'm excited because God has really been working with me on a particular topic and it stopped playing small. And so today I have a round table discussion with Pastor King and I also have Latoya Moulton here who are phenomenal men and women of God and I'll let them introduce themselves but we're going to be having a roundtable discussion about stop playing small be the person who God has called you to be so Latoya I'll let you start please introduce yourself and Welcome to the Roundtable. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Um, yes, my name is Latoya Moulton. I am a motivational speaker, a life coach. I am a woman of influence. I am a wife and a mother. I am also, most importantly, I am a daughter of God. And um, I just see myself as an ambassador for Christ. I'm a light. And I'm just here to just move forward into the marketplace and to display his glory and honor through my life. So it's excited to be here. Yeah, welcome. And Pastor King, welcome to yes. the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for having me here today. Uh, I'm Pastor Troy King. I am the senior pastor of Breakthrough Harvest Church. Uh, as Latoya said, I'm a family man as well. I'm a, a father, a husband of one wife. Uh, and I believe that God is going to begin to uh, use this, this podcast today to begin to bless people mm-hmm. uh, that's been dealing with certain issues, concern their vision, concern their purpose. Uh, so I'm just glad to be here uh, amongst Michelle and uh, the woman <laughs> of God, Latoya, as well. And I'm excited about what God's going to do today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you all have, you know, come here today because I'm going to kick this conversation off with something that God has specifically spoken to me. Mm-hmm. And he's told me to stop playing small. So I would say that I kind of was a box checker, as Michelle Obama likes to say. Mm -hmm. And I went to school, went to college, went to grad school, got my master's. And I had a comfortable life, like great job, Mm -hmm. 401k, all the things that our parents Mm -hmm. say that we should have a career. And God really came to me and said, you are not doing what I have called you to do. Mm. And while it was safe, like I have, it was safe. God recently, um, this year, last month, actually, he told me I needed to walk away from my career that I had built and really mm. go full time into uh, Christ over culture with a podcast and impacting and influencing media and being in the entertainment space. So I have just recently taken that step. Yeah. And it was really because of this message that God kept playing to me, stop playing small. Mm -hmm. So the first question I want to put out to this round table is, has there been a moment or time in your life when God said, stop playing small, I've called you to be more? And if so, what was that? And how did you get through it? Um, it's been plenty of times, as we stated before, we had a kind of like a little mini session. This, it could be a book. It could be written. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been plenty of times in my life personally where uh, God has spoke the same thing to me. And, I, and when you said the topic playing small, I like to uh, intertwine that with activating your faith. Mm. Because a lot of times uh, you can't stop playing small until you first understand that he has called us to begin to walk by faith and not by sight. So a lot of times we can't begin to look at what it looks like, yeah. uh, look at our current situation, and then begin to base uh, our future off of what we currently see. Yeah. And so a lot of times, per me personally, I remember, because I'm an entrepreneur as well, um, I started my business, I was working just as you were as for a corporation. Uh, and my, before I started pastoring, 
Uh, I was selling like men's clothing and things like that. And I actually started out of the trunk of my car. Wow. Uh, so I'm, I'm starting out of the trunk of my car as well as working for this corporation. So I'm going to work um, early in the morning, get off about three o'clock. As soon as I get off, I go and find me a little space uh, downtown and just open my trunk up, set up a table and everything like that. Wow. And the same thing that God spoke to you, he said, it's time for you to do more. It's time for you to take it to the next level. Uh, and a lot of times, me, myself, personally, I was afraid to go to that next level because I had got in my comfort zone. Yeah. I was comfortable uh, working, getting my money from the corporation mm-hmm. and making a little money through my business. Uh, but it was at a point where I was making more on my business than I was on my current job. But because mm-hmm. of that safety net, I was still afraid to step out there and begin yeah. to take it to the next level because I was always in, in the back of my mind where what if uh, I don't sell this many items today? What if I have a bad week or a bad month, which is natural in business? Yeah. And so... Uh, one thing that God spoke to me, he said, I have not given you the spirit of fear. Yes. Yes. And that's what hinders a lot of people from moving forward and to stop thinking small. He says, despite not the small beginnings, which means you start off small, but it's never intended for you to stay that way. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so a lot of times we've got to begin to move fear out of the way, uh, remove what we currently see out of the way, and take that safety net off and begin to walk by faith and not by sight. And that's what I had to do. And now I moved from selling clothes in my car, leaving that corporation, uh, not, on, not only with just pastoring my own church now, but I also sell the same items I've been selling for the last 14 years all across America now. So I sell mm. in California, New York. I have clients that actually pay me monthly to be a part and to sell the same items that I sell. So God opened that thing up. His picture is always bigger than yeah. our picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just got to obey God. And when God speaks to us concerning to stop thinking small, uh, the sooner we obey him, the better uh, that we'll be in the further along we'll be in our future. Wow, you said Whoa. so many so... things like <laughs> obedience, you know, Absolutely. and that being better than sacrifice. Well, I think it's a book. <laughs> yes, it is a book. And literally, that's where God, it was like, you have to be obedient to yeah. God. Like, that's what God was saying. Okay, you have to be obedient to me. And um, I'm not recommending anybody leave their job. Right. You have to go to God on what the direction is for his life Absolutely. because not everybody is called to entrepreneurship. I know that that's like, you know, popular right now, but right. some people may be, some people are. For me, I didn't envision myself being an entrepreneur at 28 at this point in my life. I was right. like, I'm a, like climb the corporate ladder. And I still, you know, if it's in God's will, plan on being with, a corporation but it's in a totally different industry and so mm-hmm. even though things were great like it sounded like things were great for you it's like Absolutely. you have to sometimes get rid of the safety net and yeah. leap and take that leap of faith Absolutely. and you also yeah. talked about walking by faith and not by sight yeah. and that was the first episode we did here on Christ over culture is walking by faith wow. and not by sight and it's like you really have to walk it like you talk it you know Absolutely. if we say we yeah. trust God we say you know God is the head of our life Sometimes we find ourselves, at least I did, putting my safety net, which was my career that God was already saying, no, I've called you to do something else. I almost made that an idol in my life because I believed in that over what God told me to do and be in obedience to him. So I'm glad that you touched on all of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So many like truth bombs in that from Pastor Troy. I think like listening to him, it just rung to me about obedience and how there is provision in obedience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. That when we trust God to be who he is. Yeah. That even though we may not be able to see the next step, but can we at least take the first step? Right. Mm-hmm. And that just made me think about even with me and my husband and our son and how we just moved here to Houston from Florida two years ago. No family, no friends, no job. But we felt this tug 
that God was saying, it's time. Come on. Mm -hmm. He made comfort pastor for us so uncomfortable mm. to where it literally pushed us out of the nest. Wow. Like he was just stirring it up and stirring up the nest and stirring it up to where we were uncomfortable on, on our jobs and to where we were frustrated where we were and to where, I mean, the neighborhood, the city, just everything. It just was so uncomfortable and just kind of like listening to pastors just kind of made me think about, man, those were like birth pains. Absolutely. And, but I was scared because I don't know nobody over there and we ain't got no friends and mm -hmm. they ain't no church. I mean, where are we going? You know wow. what I mean? Like I've been in Florida all my life. We were under um, that one, uh, one particular um, ministry for a very long time. Wow. And God was calling us out. The same way he called out Moses. The Come same on. way he called out Abraham. He just stirred up the nest. It was a trust walk, friend. Yeah. It was like blind faith and just saying, okay, Lord. So 2016, Pastor, we went to Home Depot. Wow. January 1st, 2016. I won't forget it. I got a picture in my phone to remember it. Went to Home Depot, bought us some boxes. We were like, we don't know where we're going, but we got to start moving forward now. Mm. We don't know, God, what the jobs are going to look like, but we, we, we're going to give you a yes. We don't know how you're going to lay this out, but Lord, we surrender to your will mm -hmm. for our lives. Mm -hmm. Within three months, my husband had a job. May 2016, we were flying here. I didn't know where we was going. We were just looking for a place to stay because he had to report to work on May 23rd. Yeah. Wow. And we came here, found the place within three days. Signed the paperwork. Oh, no, don't worry about it. We don't need a security deposit. Just make sure you're cutting your lights. And they gave That's us a key. It. And I was like, husband, go crank up the car because I don't know if this is right. <laughs> but I'm going to sign this paperwork because she said we don't need to put down any money to reserve the place. Mm. Just crank the car up and then we're we going to go. Right? Wow. <laughs> so we got there and pastor is just like one thing after the other, one thing after the other, one thing after the other. And that's what rings to me, that there is provision in obedience. The past two years has been the unfolding of God's faithfulness. Mm -hmm. wow. No net, no comfort net, but we found so much comfort in God's faithfulness. Yes. I mean, we can write a book of just like things that we've seen unfold in our lives from the purchasing of a home, me still not working. So I went into full-time entrepreneurship. Wow. I published my book last year. Mm. It's just like God saying, go, just go. Just like lean into me. Trust me. I know you can't see the next step, but can you just take the first step? Okay. I just put pen to paper and I'm just going to write, but I don't know nobody. Don't nobody know my name, Lord. I don't even know. Just go. Just go. And it's just the leaning in, the leaning in and trusting God. And you know what? I feel like it's ultimately our lives is just a stage of public display. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He just wants to get the glory. Wow. Yes. You yes. know, he just want to work through your life. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of working through our lives, he's working in us. That's right. Mm -hmm. And man, that testimony is so rich. When you're able to tell people, let me tell you how God made a way. Wow. Let me tell you how God got us into this home. Or let me tell you how God has provided for us. Mm -hmm. And I could just go on and on and on. But there is provision in obedience. Obedience to God. It sets the stage for him to provide for us. Oh my goodness! That's I couldn't have said yes. I couldn't have said it better myself. So yeah. I want to say this. Yes, uh, that's the, I believe God divinely orchestrated this today, because yeah. your story is the same. I told you I couldn't tell it all. Uh, me and my wife and my family actually just moved here to Houston less than eight months ago. Wow! Uh, what? Same exact story uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Had just bought a house in Charlotte, built from the ground up. God told us to sell it. It was only two years old. We end up having to put it on the market. So the house sold. Uh, the first person that came to look at the house, we put it up on a Monday. The realtor came out, took pictures Tuesday. Wednesday, we had a buyer. 
and wow. gave us full asking price for it. We obeyed God and came here. Wow. Uh, the same story, didn't know nobody. Uh, the church we had there, he sent a man from California to take over the church mm. so that we could come here to Houston because God said he had a plan for me in Houston. Oh, wow. I didn't even want to come. I did the same story. Didn't yeah. know nobody. Uh, they had no family here, no job. And God said, I'm going to sweeten it for you. Mm. I'm going to send 10 families with you. They mm. quit their jobs what? and move with us here to Houston to start a church. Wow. wow. We only eight months old in the city of Houston. Uh, so that, that story is divine. Uh, and I believe God orchestrated this today. And a lot of, a lot of, I heard you say a lot about God kicking you out the nest. Uh, and a lot of times, God has to break you before he makes you. Mm. Uh, and when you talked about kicking out the nest, I heard the same thing T.D. Jake said many years ago. Uh, when a bird builds his nest, he builds his nest out of broken branches. Mm. And so a lot of times, you got to understand, we, we come with broken branches, but we build on what's been broken. Uh, so I want I want to thank you for that testimony because that gave me hope. That gave me life because mm. we're in some of the same similar situations right now, just being eight months old in the city. Mm. Uh, we came here the same same way, got a house just like that. Of course, we didn't buy. We wanted to rent to kind of see where, what side yeah. of town we want to be. Same the way. was much bigger. So yeah. big. Uh, <laughs> so we began to look around, and uh, it was it was easy. They didn't do no background, no, yes. no nothing. Just it was just had a deposit be done. I mean, it was almost a supernatural. Yes. And, and so when God begins to move you and you know it's divinely uh, orchestrated by God, things will start happening even when it don't make sense. Mm. Woo! This is so timely. Like, y'all are speaking to me right now. Like I said, mm. this is fresh for me too. Just Absolutely. like saying yes to God and being obedient. And like you mentioned, provision and obedience. <laughs> I remember um Working October is a super busy, it's the busiest month, arguably, for um, my, my literally, like, my past job. Yeah. And God told me to go to the Merge Conference in Los Angeles. Wow. Mm. It was, it's a conference where they focus on media, entertainment, and faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I need to figure out how to go, but I haven't, I've been at this job for three years, like, mm -hmm. And I have not left in October because, you know, I'm responsible. Yes. I'm a career woman. We're mm -hmm. going to do this. And God was like, no, you need to go. So um, I went with my mentor, you know, went to this conference. And literally on that weekend, I was supposed to go to Denver, Colorado to celebrate a friend who was mm -hmm. getting married. This was her bridal shower weekend. Literally, it was the same weekend as the conference. Wow. Wow. But but when I looked, so I was like, ooh, you know, I can't go. But the conference started on Thursday. It was Thursday through Saturday. And I wasn't scheduled, again, because it's October. I'm not yes. going to leave work. I wasn't scheduled to go to Denver until Saturday, Sunday. When I tell you that was it, God was like, you need to go. Wow. All you need to do is buy the additional ticket. Mm -hmm. I switched around, like, my L.A. ticket a little, uh, my ticket mm -hmm. to get to L.A. from, um, L.A. to Denver, rather. So yeah. Houston, L.A. to Denver. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, when I came back to Houston, there was turbulence on the plane. They mm. had to land the plane in San Antonio. So I missed a day of work. But my boss, I had a great team, gracious boss. They said, you can work from home. I had my wow. computer. Wow. Did that. Flew back to Houston. When I tell you that Southwest Airlines sent me an email and it covered the price of the entire ticket to L.A., 200 plus dollars. Wow. And I was worried about it. <laughs> I was worried about taking off work. Had that covered. I was worried about the finances because I was budgeting. This wasn't in my mm. plan. God took care of that. Wow. I was mm. able to be at the conference where a prophetic word was spoken to me and still make it to Denver to be there for my friend. When wow. God, 
there is provision mm-hmm. in obedience. Like when God tells you to move, you have to move. Mm-hmm. I knew for my my job when I t- they cut off the exit, y'all. They took away the exit to my job, so it was oh. a hard, it was hard for me to even get to work. Wow. Then my check changed, and I was like, "Yo, God, what's going on? <laughs> How's my check changing? Like I'm being, you know, getting raises and things. Like why is my check looking funny? That too." God, I was worried about my health insurance. God was like, an email came to my work email. You don't have to get a physical. uh, You don't have to wait 365 days to get a physical. You can get it whenever. And that's what I was worried about. I was like, God, I know you're telling me to leave, but am I going to be able to get a physical? Boom, the email came. You don't have to wait 365 days. Wow. God is moving when you obey him and like when God shows us these things and we continue to tell him no yeah or we put things like above what he's told us yeah for me it was like I was literally slapping God in the face saying I don't care what you say yeah even though I've seen you work in my life it's literally like not putting our trust in God yeah and when your stories have just talked about when you put your trust in God God will provide so if there is somebody who's struggling but putting their trust in God, taking that leap of faith, when they have all the signs and God is speaking to them, what would you say to them in terms of stepping out on faith and trusting God in that area? What What would you do or what would you say to encourage them to seek God in those, those areas where he's calling them to stop playing small and step out and do what he said and be obedient to what he says to do? Um. I would say that what kind of comes to me is with Psalms 139, when it talks about how all of our days were numbered before one of them came to be, that God is so aware, intertwined into every single integral detail of our lives. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that his plans, like Jeremiah 29 and 11, his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. And that he is father, he is papa, he is God. His intentions towards us are good. Mm-hmm. So if he's beckoning you out to come into the deep, trust that his grace will be sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. Trust that he wants to show you something about him. Right. Mm-hmm. Trust that he wants to take you to kind of like a deeper place of understanding his love for you, his unconditional love for you, his faithfulness, him being sovereign, him being an all-knowing God, all-wise God. And just leaning into that, when I tell you that I just sometimes I think about it 10 years ago, seeing where I was and seeing where I am now and just the unfolding of it, I would not imagine that I would be full time entrepreneur, speaking, empowering women, writing and just moving forward into ministry and doing it in such a way that only God can that have to give the glory back to him. So I would just say to trust him, trust that his intentions for you are good. And there's something he wants to show you about him. Wow. Beautiful. And there's peace in that. I Mm -hmm. had peace Mm -hmm. when I had to take that leap and step out and people my, my team celebrated me. It was like, I couldn't even imagine leaving on a higher note. God is good and he's faithful. Absolutely. How about you, Pastor King? I would tell anybody that's listening, uh, number one, I like to tell people in my church all the time, get out your feelings. <laughs> uh, you have to get out your feelings because as long as you're in your feelings, you're going to obey your feelings. Yes. Uh, your, your feelings is different from your heart. Yes. Uh, so a lot of times I tell you, you know, first thing, get out of your feelings. 
uh, pay attention to the signs that God is, God is showing you. Yes. Uh, whatever you hear in your spirit, whatever God reveals to you in a dream. Mm. A lot of times I tell you, you may not be a prophetic dreamer. You may not be a person that even dreams a lot. But when God gives you a dream that seems uh, out of the box, write those dreams down. Mm -hmm. uh, pay attention to things and, and the people even in your circle. Because everybody ain't riding with you. Ooh. Everybody ain't riding with you. And a lot of times when God shows us something or wants to elevate us to the next level, the first thing yeah. we do as people is go and find somebody that we can confide in. We don't go to yes. God in prayer. Right. Yes. We, we, don't, we don't fast so and good. pray, but we go to our best friend. We go mm. to our homegirl. We go to our homeboy. We go to uh, <laughs> anybody we can find uh, to validate what God has already yeah. placed in our spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's because you have to move from the place of wanting validation from people mm. and just get into a place where you just simply obey God. Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of people, you can't pull them up where you're going. Yeah. And so a lot of times you got to begin to understand that and like I said, just begin to pay attention to what God shows you. A lot of times people get frustrated. Yeah. And the reason that frustration comes is because you got to understand anytime God wants you to stop playing small, the enemy wants to begin to keep your mind small. Yes. So, so the enemy will come and try to attack your mind, your emotions, your feelings, everything he, he comes and mess with. Uh, because anytime promotion comes, the devil always shows up as well. Mm -hmm. The enemy always shows up to try mm -hmm. to mess with you and mess with, and make you stay in your feelings. So you got to begin to understand that uh, even when the enemy shows up, you got to begin to keep yourself at a place where you say, I trust God. Yeah. I may be going through right now, but I still trust God. And anytime the enemy shows up, it's only a sign that there's a blessing on the other side of your yes. pain. Yes. So you can't be uh, distracted by the, 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 the pain that you're going through right now. You can't be distracted by the hurt you feel right now and that fear that arises right now because there's always something on the other side. Yeah. you got to begin to understand it. So I would just tell everybody just to obey God at all costs, by mm -hmm. any means necessary. Obey God. It's always a blessing to obey. Wow. Mm. That's awesome. Y'all are full of such wisdom. Where can we keep up with you guys if people want more? Latoya, let us know where we can find you. Yes, you guys, you can come out and hang with me on Instagram at Latoya Moulton. You can also sign up for my monthly newsletter. Check me out on my website at www.latoyamolton.com. You can also hang out with me on Facebook at Latoya Moulton as well. Awesome. And Pastor King? Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook at Prophet Troy King. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, YouTube, all of us under Prophet Troy King. You can also visit me online at www.troykingministries. And you can come and rock with us every Sunday at 2 p.m. at 11050. West Little York Road in Houston, Texas at Breakthrough Harvest Church, a real church for real people with real issues. Awesome. Mm. Y'all, thank you so much for thank joining you. me on the round table. Thank you for having this me. This was powerful. And we'll uh, catch you guys later on in this episode where we wrap it up and we reflect on all that we talked about and all God has done in this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed this bonus episode of the Christ Over Culture podcast. Stop playing it small. I'm your girl, Michelle and A, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It definitely encouraged me, and I am just so grateful. If you've been rocking with me for a while, you can probably see the evolution in my faith. Um, this was definitely a leap of faith, and I have a brand new career. Uh, some of you guys may or may not know, but I have my master's in public health, and I've been in healthcare for the last like five or so years so God has definitely pushed me and he's called me to uh, make an impact in the media and entertainment space full-time so not only am I available for hosting 
and podcasting and being a podcast guest i love connecting with you guys i'm also available for speaking um specifically even about faith and how to be a young professional and also growing your faith and those are things that i've experienced firsthand and so i believe that you know we're called to excel in all areas of our life and as a millennial myself and as a person who is definitely a, a, an ambitious career woman i saw my faith was lacking and that was one of the reasons why i started the christ over culture podcast and also to really not just lean on kind of what i knew i'm a big person um in terms of words of affirmation but i realized that that can only take me so far i gotta put some god on it and so that's where christ over culture came about it's like society has so many expectations and pressures of ourselves and if i listen to what the culture says and what society says i definitely would have stayed um in my safe career but god has called me to more and that's really what christ over culture is about like what is god calling us to do what is god telling us to do what is the word of god promised us and we got to put that on the situation and then move forward so I am in the thick of it y'all I am living it out I'm grateful to God for all of my experiences and for bringing me to this point and I want to thank you guys for rocking with me I pray that you're growing in your faith too and you can keep up with all of the Christ over culture events and projects and podcast episodes that we're doing on Instagram at Christ Over Culture and on our website at ChristOverCulture.com. I have peace. I'm just thankful to God. I'm so grateful to God. And I know that he orchestrated even this episode, the fact that Prophet King and Latoya had moved to Houston not that long ago and to bring me here. And at this point, when I was able to do my podcast and let's have this discussion was just so powerful. So if you like this episode, definitely leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. And we also have advertising spots open for Christ Over Culture. So if you're interested in sharing your products or services on the Christ Over Culture podcast, you can email our team at info at ChristOverCulture.com and we can share opportunities where we may be able to work together. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Christ Over Culture podcast. And we'll see you soon on the next episode.